Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Today, we announced Securitrust Bank Group's full year results for 2022. This is at a time when macroeconomic and political events have unsurprisingly led to increased nervousness across the global sector for both equity and debt holders. The group's track record and reputation for prudence and agility have been important in tributes in managing the business through the rising interest rate environment and extended period of uncertainty. In early 2022, we took the decision to start tightening our credit criteria to slow the rate of lending growth in the second half of the year. This was the right thing to do to manage our risk exposures. Today, I'm pleased that I can talk about the significant strategic progress we've made over the last year and why we remain confident in our business model and capital position. Let me turn to the key headlines at a group level and then explain how each of our specialist lending businesses performed. Our growth momentum has continued to gather pace. Statutory profit before tax was £44 million. Profit before tax pre-impairments increased by 28.1% and our operating income grew by 13.9%. We achieved record new business lending of £2.1 billion. This represented a 19.1% uplift from 2021, despite the actions taken to slow growth and tighten our credit criteria. We've also increased the proportion of lower risk prime quality customers in our consumer businesses. In light of our strong performance and future growth ambitions, the board has proposed a final dividend of 29.1 pence, bringing the total dividend for the year to 45.1 pence. In terms of our overall performance, there are really three positive areas I want to highlight. Firstly, we've made positive progress in further simplifying our business during the year, and that included the disposal of our debt manager services loan portfolio. We recognise a gain on sale of £6.1 million. Secondly, we became more efficient as we grew, delivering significant cost efficiencies. This contributed to an improvement in our cost income ratio of 500 basis points to 55%, with further efficiencies expected in 2023. Lastly, we remain comfortable with our levels of capital and liquidity. We strengthened our capital position, raising £90 million of new Tier 2 notes and repurchasing £50 million of existing Tier 2 notes. We've maintained significant headroom against our regulatory capital requirements. On funding, it's worth noting that 100% of our deposits are from retail customers and 95% of their balances are fully covered by the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. Furthermore, we haven't seen any change in the behaviour of our savings customers. All of this means that we're in a really strong position for further growth in 2023. Our consumer businesses performed strongly during the year, delivering a significant increase in total lending balances of nearly 39%. For V12 Retail Finance, our network of retailer relationships has long been a key strength. And in 2022, we expanded our distribution as well as extending our share of business with key retail partners. As a result, new lending balances grew to exceed 1.1 billion and our market share increased from 8.4% to 11.4%. The repositioning of this business in recent years to focus on providing interest-free credit to lower risk prime customers has driven our cost of risk to an historic low. 
We also completed the acquisition of AptPay during the year, which will allow us to offer retailers an interest-free solution for their customers to finance lower ticket purchases over shorter durations. And we're on track to launch this proposition shortly. In V12 vehicle finance, an extended product range and broader distribution enabled us to deliver 42% growth in total lending balances and new lending doubled to £400 million. This also resulted in an increasing market share, going up from 0.7% to 1.1%, even though we had taken action to reduce the volume of business written, particularly during the second half of the year. As for our retail finance business, we've been growing our lending to lower risk prime customers in vehicle finance, and those customers now represent 24% of total lending. We also saw our arrears levels settle at pre-pandemic levels during the year for vehicle finance. And as a reminder, all lending in that business is secured against the asset being financed. Let me turn to business finance and start with real estate finance. A strong first half of the year saw new business lending hit a record level for the year. However, interest rate volatility in the second half restricted lending growth as borrowers became more cautious and we focused attention on supporting existing customers and managing risk appropriately. Lending balances were up 1% and average lending balances were up 7%, helping to deliver an increase in revenue of 5% in the year. New business lending of 0.4 billion was 2% higher than last year. All lending in this business is secured first charge security against the property asset and the average loan to value in the book at the end of the year was below 60%. Our commercial finance business delivered 20% growth in lending balances in the year and 0.2 billion of new lending. Unlike our other businesses, commercial finance offers revolving credit facilities, allowing existing customers to draw those facilities down, take additional lending as their own trading activity increases. In this part of our group, we also administer the UK government's C-bills, CL-bills and recovery loan schemes. In the year, total exposures under those schemes reduced from just under 43 million to 28.9 million. The business is run by a team of experienced bankers with specialist skills in underwriting and risk management of complex transactions. The team has an excellent reputation across the asset-based lending market and had a very strong year, exceeding our own expectations. Turning now from our business performance to our wider responsibility as an organisation, during 2022, we developed our ESG strategy. This prioritises the ESG factors we determine as material to our stakeholders. And we did this having reviewed several external standards, including the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the World Economic Forum, and the Sustainable Accounting Standards Board. We made judgments about the material ESG issues for us and our stakeholders, and have distilled them into a number of key focus areas. We developed measures and targets to drive and track progress in each of these areas. For example, on climate change, we aim to minimize the harmful impact of our business on the environment. In support of this, we've developed a plan and a target to deliver a 50% reduction in Scope 1 and Scope 2 CO2 emissions by the end of 2025, when compared to 2021 levels. The headline message is that we've made significant strategic progress in 2022, and as a result, we remain on track to deliver all of our financial performance targets in the medium term. At the end of the year, we're in the right place for lending book growth rate and net interest margin, and also our CET1 ratio at 14% remained comfortably ahead of target. We've significantly improved our cost income ratio to 55% and 
and by continuing to grow lending and income, coupled with actions to take on costs management, we will see further improvement in 2023 as we move towards our target of being below 50%. Our return on average equity, as expected, was lower in the year due to the normalisation of impairment charges. However, we remain comfortable with and confident in delivering our 14% to 16% medium-term target. Hopefully, that's given you a taste of the progress we've made over the year, but there is much more to say which illustrates the exciting stage we are now at in our growth development. Please do visit our website for more details on our performance in 2022. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.